RadioInfluence.com. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host, Tracy. And if you were listening last week, I was really kind of focusing and sharing with you guys my my new journey that I'm on, which is a 90-day transformation, which started on September 1st and will go until November 30th. And during this time, I'm just really putting a focus on not only health and wellness, but also mental health and wellness. I'm sorry, mental health as well. Now, I have kind of been going through just a lot of different ups and downs over the last year, as I've mentioned many times on this podcast. And I've noticed that from basically March of 2021 until just about a month ago, I was really, I had to take a hard look at so many events that had happened in my life and how they were negatively affecting not only my mental state, but also my physical state. Now, this kind of actually, I can go a little bit further back. And back in 2019, towards the end of 2019, I wanted to really take, make a big change in my life as far as my health. And I was always really into running. Um, 17, 18, and all of 19 were big years for running for me. My running journey began in 2017. I did a 5K in Tampa that was actually not planned. It was gifted to me through um, Cabot Cheese Company, who, if you guys are not familiar, I have to say I'm obsessed with all of their cheeses. You can find them at your local grocery store. And again, they've, um, they've always been a favorite of mine. And they were hosting an event here in Tampa. And we spent an entire day with them and learned all about their farms and just everything that they do for their community and also their focus on just eating healthy and having a well-balanced diet. And part of our, our day included, they gave everybody this awesome gift bag, which had little workout equipment that you could take with you on the road, things you can just do at home. And they also gifted everybody an entry to the Gasparilla Distance Classic here in Tampa, which takes place every year. You got to choose the distance that you wanted. And I thought, you know what? This is going to be fun. I've heard so much about it. I want to be a part of it. So I just did a 5K. I thought, you know what? I don't think I'm not expecting much. I'm not. I haven't ran in so long. And I have to say that was the day that I fell in love with running. I went there with low expectations, thinking I'll probably run half a mile and then walk the rest of the way. And I'm telling you, when they say that something just clicks, it just clicked. As soon as I you know, started running, it was like the adrenaline was insane. And I never stopped. I completed the entire 5K. My time wasn't the best, but I never had to stop to walk or anything. And that, I'm telling you, that day my life changed. And I made a promise to myself. I said, after this race, I am going to do a 5K every single weekend for for like 10 weeks in a row. And then I'm going to move on to a 10K. And during this time here in Tampa, races, you know, they race season really starts in September. And, you know, all the way through April, there is some sort of race going on every weekend. So it was very easy for me to find all different types of races to participate in. So I had such a great time. I was in different cities all over Tampa Bay, such as Clearwater, St. Pete, all different parts of Tampa, Sarasota, Bradenton. And I met such an incredible group of people who shared a passion for running. Now, during this time, my body changed. 
I was, you know, already doing my Instagram with my forking around town. I was eating out all the time. But the more and more that I was running, I started realizing I can go to these events. I can eat all the things and I'm not gaining weight. And I just, it was such a a fun time in my life. And then I challenged myself to my first half marathon in October of 2019, which was up at, um, it's the Zuma race, which was in Amelia Island, one of my favorite places to go. And that was one of the greatest days of my life. So this running journey went on for a couple of years. And then I made a commitment to myself in, it was actually, I started August 1st of 2019. Now I had been, um, going to so many events and hanging around people that were always wanting to go out and drink. Let's go drink. Let's go drink. And it was starting to really kind of affect my mood. I found myself, you know, all these late nights. Now, during the time I was a bartender, so I was around alcohol all the time. So I would work my shift and then I was going out every night. I was still running, but I knew I wasn't at my best. So I made a decision to go three to four months without alcohol. I did it. I started on August 1st of 2019 and I went all the way until Thanksgiving. Now, during that time, I lost my mom and I never once tried to, you know, drown my sorrows or nourish my pain by, by turning to drinking. I was very strong during that time. And it really, I think my mental health at that time, I was very strong minded and healthy. I got through it. Well, once the holidays came and I had that first glass of champagne on Thanksgiving, all of a sudden, all of these feelings started coming out. And I started really, you know, taking the time to realize, oh my gosh, I never really dealt with this loss in the right way. And it was coming out. It was giving me anxiety. I was having nightmares almost every night and I was just really lost. And I kept trying to distract myself with anything possible to not think about the grief that I was going through. And this went on for a while. And then shortly after COVID hit, and that was another weird time. And it just seemed that during that time, as everyone can identify with, we were all eating out or, you know, I'm sorry, eating out. We were eating at home. We were ordering Uber Eats. We were doing whatever we can. I was really trying to support all the local restaurants. So I was ordering takeout from everywhere possible. And of course, you know, having cocktails became a regular occurrence. It was just kind of every, well, a lot of people's way of dealing with the unknown during that time. So I started to notice that I was eating more and working out less. And I be, I started to really become dependent on those nightly glasses of wine just to get through the pain that I was feeling. And then, you know, here comes 2021 and then, you know, another series of events that, you know, I went through and, you know, of course I've mentioned a hundred thousand times, you know, losing my Instagram account and everything. So I was really going down the wrong path and there were times where I knew it and I thought to myself, all right, Tracy, you need to get back on track. You you're hanging around the wrong people. You're, you're not making the best decisions, but I, I didn't. I wasn't ready at the time. I guess I felt like, let me keep going through this for whatever reason. I wasn't feeling that I was ready to really give all this up. And, you know, a couple months later, I had a huge wake up call. And it was just like they say, one day you wake up and you just say enough is enough. And this happened to me about a month ago. And I woke up one day and I really sat down. I spent about six hours and I, I wrote down lists. I made just, 
a budget for myself. I looked back at some of the money I had been spending. I'm embarrassed to say this, you guys, but I was going out all the time and picking up the tabs for people who make way more money than I do. It was almost like I was trying to compensate for any feelings of grief or loneliness I had by trying to take care of everybody and I wasn't taking care of myself. So I just, it's the strangest thing. I woke up one day and I just said, you know what? I don't want this. I don't want this life anymore. And it's now been, it's been well over two weeks that I started this journey. And it's actually been almost three weeks since I've had any sort of alcohol at all. And again, if you follow me on social media, I do have a lot of postings coming up that were actually done prior to this. So again, I'm just letting, I just want to put that out there so people aren't thinking that because I am taking this very seriously. I'm not saying that I'm giving up alcohol forever. I love wine. It's always been a part of my life. I appreciate it with a good meal, but I'm really reevaluating my relationship with alcohol. Now I have been a bartender, even though I'm not currently doing it most of my life. You know, I started out when I was, um, I think 22 or 23 years old. And it's really kind of funny. I was one of those girls that, um, you know, I went to Catholic school. My, my dad was always very strict. I never drank. I never did any type of drug when I was in high school. And even when I turned 21, I barely touched alcohol. I was always so scared and paranoid to even have a sip of anything and then drive my car. And I'm still like that. Um, whenever I would go out, I would always take an Uber. So when I first started working at this hotel, I worked in the lounge. This was in downtown San Jose. And I, I'll never forget, I was the youngest person there. And all these girls that work there, it was like drinking was the thing. All night long, they were doing shots. They were sipping on something while working their shift. And the bartender would always offer me something. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't do that. Well, then fast forward two years later, I was actually, you know, I wasn't living at home anymore. I was living downtown in my own apartment. And I lived so close, I was able to walk. So, oh, sure, I'll have a drink during my shift. Next thing you know, you've had three or four. And then you go out after and... That just became part of my life. And then that carried over into Tampa when I moved here in 2003. I stayed in the restaurant industry for a long time. And I have to say Tampa, at least to me, felt more of like a party scene than it did in my hometown. And, you know, you start to realize that after all these years, you think about all the time and money that have been wasted. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. And when I went back and looked at the last year, I went through every single month of all my expenses. And I saw all these different restaurants and like sports bars that I was at. And I was just completely in shock at how much I had spent. And I thought this has got to stop. And I've also been very guilty of this for a very long time in my life where for some reason, I always want to pay for everybody. And I don't know really where that's coming from. It's something that I'm trying to figure out, but it's something that I'm working on. So my whole thought process with starting this 90 day transformation was to really take the time to tackle some of these issues that I've been going through and what was causing me to feel that I wasn't good enough or okay, I've had a rough day. Let me go home and have a couple glasses of wine while watching reality TV. And let me eat all the different things and I'm not going to worry about it. Well, eventually it does catch up to you. And now with football season here and everything, 
I'm actually doing a fun little thing on my Instagram where I am visiting different sports bars every weekend. I'm looking for some unique spots to catch a game, also places with a great food menu, but I won't be drinking. Um, I stopped by one this past weekend. I brought one of my favorite Celsius energy drinks. I sipped on that, ordered a little bit of food, watched the game. I had a great time. But when you're not drinking and you're in a situation like you're in a bar, and of course, it depends on where you're at, I'm just looking at things so differently. And I have nothing for anyone that's going out and having fun. It's fine. I don't want anyone to think that I am judging you because I'm not. I, I Sometimes I sit here and I think, God, I just, I want to go have a drink with some of my friends. I want to have fun. But right now I'm learning to live without it. And so far in the last couple of weeks, I've noticed some incredible benefits. Um, aside from my car accident situation, I'm dealing with back pain, but I've been, I've been getting more rest. I wake up very early every single day. I mean, I'm talking 536. I'm full of energy. I'm ready to take on the day. I just have a different sense of well-being in my mind. I'm a lot more motivated. I'm reading more books. I'm staying busy. And I also have mentioned this before. I do grocery deliveries on the side. And, you know, over the last couple months, I wasn't really doing that. I was, you know, it's easy to get lazy. I don't want to go out and do these orders. I want to stay home and watch TV and have pizza and wine. Now, all I can think about is just getting out there and making money. And one thing that also happened during this time, as I mentioned on my previous podcast, is I was involved in a car accident. And ever since my last episode, when I shared that experience with you guys, um, I spent the last week or so trying to get a new vehicle. I started doing the research. It was something that was giving me so much anxiety. Um, Car shopping is never anything that I want to deal with. Um, My last car that I purchased was new in uh, 2016. One of the worst experiences I've ever had at a dealership. Now, my first car I purchased, I was 18 years old. It was a Honda Civic back in California. I went without my parents. I went with a good friend of mine who was actually my boss at a restaurant I worked at. I had the money for the down payment. She went with me. I literally went in there. It was a great experience. I put the money down and I was like, mom and dad, I just bought this car. (laughs) And it was a wonderful time. Um, One of the best cars I ever had. The only reason I had to get rid of it is because I moved to Tampa. When I moved to Tampa, I had two different used cars that I purchased. And then 2016 is when I bought my car that was recently totaled. Definitely a mistake. Um, I have to move forward. I can't keep looking back, but it was just, I got ripped off to say the least. And so when this accident happened, I had to really look at it and I thought, okay, what's the silver lining? This had to have happened for a reason. It gave me a new outlook on life. Um, It was such a scary situation. It even just made it more of, of an issue for me that I need to really just focus on the most important things in life and appreciate those people that are in my life and spend more time with my kids and reach out to family because that accident could have had a different outcome had someone else hit me. Um, I was very lucky that no, that no other cars were involved. Well, I ended up um, getting a car. I'm very excited about it. It's a 2020 Jeep Renegade. As I was doing my research, I kept coming across a couple of those vehicles. I was using autotrader.com, 
a friend of mine recommended it. It was awesome. So I was able to see cars all within Tampa Bay at different dealerships. And then all of a sudden I started noticing these cars more and more as I was out and about. I spoke to a few people that own them. They said they love them. They're great. So I went to test drive one without any intention of buying it. And just like that day of running, I fell in love. So I'm very excited. But with that comes another car loan and car payments. And so now more than ever, I'm just really determined to really stay on track and focus on doing everything I can to not only earn money, but to also save money and be extremely frugal and stick to my budget. So a couple other things I wanted to share with you guys. Um, Going back to like just, you know, alcohol and like football season and everything. I started following some accounts on Instagram with people that are going through this as they call it a sober journey. There's all different types of people out there. And I've had some wonderful conversations with several, mainly women throughout, you know, that live throughout the United States. And there's been a couple of moms I've talked to who said, you know, they kind of would turn to drinking wine every night. They would hide it. They'd wait till their kids go to bed. And it was like their private time. And I thought, you know, I can identify with that. You know, once your kids go to bed, it's like your time. You get to, you know, relax and just kind of enjoy your, your peace. And, you know, some people that were similar to me, they worked in the industry for so long, it just became part of their life. And they just wanted to make some changes. And I would love to have one of these ladies come on as a guest sometime. Just a lot of them are, are keeping it kind of private. They don't really want to put their name out there just because they're still going through their own personal journeys. But one thing that I have to say that every single person that I spoke to had to say was how much better they feel. And at first, you know, when you're in those situations with people that don't understand, they're going to pressure you, they're going to put you down. And I have to say, I'm very lucky. I have a couple people that have been like that, but I also have some great friends who support what I'm doing and they don't try to tempt me or get me to sit down and drink with them. When I was at the sports bar for football Sunday, the bartender automatically made me a drink. And I said, wait, I, I didn't order that. She's like, but that's what you always get. I said, well, I'm, I'm not drinking. Thank you. And of course, her first reaction was to say, oh, you suck. How can you not drink during football? Come on now, Tracy. And I thought, yeah, well, you can just keep walking. <laughs> but it is definitely something that will take adjusting to, especially in social situations. You know, I think society has come a long way as far as, you know, you don't have to feel like you're the outsider because you're not drinking. I mean, I, as a bartender, I used to look down on people that would come into a bar and not drink. I thought, well, I'm here to make money. I'm here to serve you drinks and you just want a water or an iced tea. And I can't, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say that, but I did. I was that person. And now I have to say there are so many restaurants that are really making an effort to cater to people that don't drink. Noble Crust in Tampa Bay, which has three locations, is a fantastic place that has mocktails. There are so many more that I will be exploring as time permits. But it's, it's incredible when you can actually go into a place and order a fancy looking cocktail that is completely alcohol free. Now, I have tried several different products that I've shared with you guys in the past, but one product that I really like, it's called Ritual. And they have a, they're all zero proof. They have a tequila, a gin, a whiskey, and a rum. Now, I, <laughs> when I first moved to Tampa, 
my drink that I always had was Captain and Diet Coke. I, I'll never forget the first time I went to a Bucks game, Captain and Diet Coke was all I drank. And I became um, a season ticket holder for several years. And I mainly went for the tailgating. And this tailgate group that I was a part of, they had this elaborate bar set up. And I just remember going to those games and just you know, I never drove, of course, I always had a ride or an Uber, but man, I would be hurting for two days after those tailgating events with all the drinks I would consume. And so when I saw this ritual rum, I had read some reviews on it. And I'm telling you guys, you really cannot tell that you're not drinking alcohol. When you open up the bottle, it has that smoky smell. It's just, it, it really does taste just like rum. So I bought a bottle recently. I've been kind of having some fun creating some fun mocktails at home. But my point is, is that there are products out there that you can really enjoy, especially when you're at a gathering, you can bring a bottle and I wish more bars would do that. I'm sure there are some out there. I'm going to find some out here in Tampa, but it's you know, and I I mean, sports bars, Um, a lot of restaurants do have the non alcoholic spirits. A lot of the sports bars, they might have one type of non-alcoholic beer, but that's about it. And I struggle with those. There are a couple that I've had that are good. Um, I've had the Heineken version. I've had the Bud Zero, which I have to say is one of the better ones, in my opinion. But I've also noticed that Lagunitas and even, I think, Sam Adams, there's a couple different brands that have their own like non-alcoholic IPAs and things like that. So I'll have to give them a try. Next time I'm at the grocery store, there's um, you can kind of see the section of non-alcoholic beer is expanding and it's a lot more, you know, than it ever used to be. So another thing I want to say, you guys, that I have noticed is that because of my accident, I have not been able to really go back to working out like I'd like to. I've just been taking it easy, trying to go walking and things like that. I had just started back at the gym three days prior to this accident taking place, I was back to lifting weights. So I haven't been able to do that just yet, but I was able to lose four pounds in 12 days just from cutting out alcohol and a lot of these, you know, pasta and pizza and things like that. I've been eating super healthy and really just enjoying kind of how my body is just kind of now responding to it. And I have to say, I'm excited about this journey. Um, Thanksgiving is going to be hard because I'm still on my transformation on Thanksgiving. So I'm just, I'm a weirdo. I'm going to stick to it. I'm not going to indulge in any of those fattening foods on Thanksgiving. I'm going to wait until December and have my first treat meal and things like that. But yes, I just, um, I can't say, I can't speak enough on how much I'm enjoying this journey. And I just, I feel like a new person. And it's kind of funny. I feel like, things are just kind of aligning for me. Ever since I made this decision and this commitment, it's like everything has been falling into place. I've actually been contacted by some health and wellness companies that saw some of my stories on Instagram and understand what I'm doing and they want to be supportive and they're sending me products to try out. And now that I have my my new vehicle, I'm very excited to take it out and do some fun exploring in Tampa Bay and just um, get out there and do some things I've never done before. So I hope you guys, um, if you ever have any questions on anything like this, you can always email me Tracy at forkingaroundtown.com or you can message me directly on Instagram at uh, Tracy Forks Around Town. I would love to hear from you. And like I said, I was really just overwhelmed with joy 
when a lot of these people that I reached out to on Instagram actually wrote back to me and we had conversations about their journey and, you know, how it was for them. And there's a, there's a couple of different people that I've reached out to that I would love to have on my podcast. And one of them, she's actually traveling right now. She's fantastic. She's going to be on here. So I want to kind of keep it as a surprise because she has an idea that we're going to do. So before I reveal her Instagram handle, I'm going to wait until I can get her on here so we can talk about her journey. She, um, she's been on this journey for about two and a half years and just the difference in how she looks now compared to when she first started is just amazing. And it's very inspiring to talk to people like that and see how they've come such a long way and how much their lives have really improved. Well, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Stay safe. And if you're a Cowboys fan, sorry, not sorry. (laughs) That's all I can say. Have a great weekend, everybody. And don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to download and listen to your favorite podcasts.